This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it's a fabulous summer day again, and we're going to be talking about today one of my favorite things, because my favorite things is always going to include how does the author be successful? How does the author sell more books? And I absolutely believe the number one way that you sell books as you get out and you speak on them. So why not? have someone who also knows a lot about speaking, like I do. And with me today is Tanya Hoffman. Tanya is the CEO, and she's the founder of the Public Speakers Association, which is, by the way, what most of you will be doing. She herself is the author of seven international best-selling books. She also hosts several TV shows. She's been on the cover of five magazines, and she is Bravo the winner of six major awards and unbelievable nominations. So with that, I'm just going to welcome Tanya to the Author You, your guide to book publishing show. Hi, Tanya. How are you? Hey, fabulous. Hello. Glad to be here. Hey, what, what, tell us a little bit about um, the TV shows that you were host of. You know, one of the things that I realized a long time ago is if people don't know you, and they've mm-hmm. never heard of you, and they can't see you um, and experience how brilliant and how fun you are, ah. not much is going to happen. So um, I started off with radio and AM radio, went to FM radio, went to blog talk radio, and people thought I was nuts when I went from a million people on blog talk to zero on YouTube. But I can tell you it has made a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess so. One, what, one of our key tips is, Create your own YouTube station, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, you know, when you start looking at, you know, all the opportunities for us, the more people can see your eyeballs, right, they can experience you. There's a difference between hearing you and really experiencing all of you. And Mm -hmm. especially if you're trying to sell a book and you're trying to sell concepts and you know, you people want to see you. They want to know you. They want to feel like they're your friend. And there's nothing better than, like, even Facebook Live. Anything visual is awesome. Well, I, and you can do a combination of that. I mean, it's – I'm literally thinking, okay, it's time for me to make a whole bunch of clip of new shorty, shorty videos. Because you're not talking about running a full-hour show on YouTube, or are you? No, and you yeah, definitely okay. don't want to do anything for an hour. Nobody wants to watch anything that long anymore. <laughs> so, you know, really short, you know, probably I have everything, try to get everything under 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have more results because people will actually stick around, you know, and get to the end, which is what you want them to do is to get 
to listen to enough of you and about what you've, you know, got to offer them so that they can experience, you know, more and more. And and so that would be, uh, you know, Tanya, here's what I do when I'm showing a video or I'm sharing it um, that that I, I want people to watch. I actually tell them it's going to take three minutes and 26 seconds of your time. And then, then people it. say, oh, I can invest three minutes and 26 it's so those that get on and they go on in perpetuity that you that that you get, or or you can you know you can make a whole series of five minute blank, or five minute uh, whatever your expertise tip is um, on your topic, and they could get used to the five minute concept. You know anything like that? I'd be for. Yeah, I, there's different different strategies for everything, but it is really amazing. Mm-hmm. to do something. And this is the problem that I find with um, authors in general is they, oh, they just love their book. But if no one's ever heard of it, how are they going to read it? How are they going to go buy it? You know? Oh. And they're like, well, you know, I'm not a star. Yes, you are. You've got a book. You're an author. You know, own it. <laughs> well, that's right. You have to learn how to brag about yourself without being freaking boring. But with the right hook, so you bring them in, you know. Exactly. I, yeah, Tanya, I've always compared it to fishing. I, I used to do fly fishing, and when you throw out your line, you know, you start, you, you have, you have a couple quick snags to get the attention, but then you start that slow reel in, that slow reel in, hoping, you know, your plan is to hook one as you come along. So that's where your words come into play. So, exactly. I, yeah, I love that you kicked it right off. You got to have a, you know, do a YouTube channel and uh, incorporate Facebook Live. Now, there's certain things, you know, I'll bet most people, some people are not the right, or your, your audience maybe isn't on Facebook, but they are other places. Maybe it's the Google Plus channel, which then you can click in and put it on your YouTube channel, which I kind of like that idea. Mm-hmm. You can yeah, add that. doing something. You know, because that's usually everyone's like, well, I'm not ready. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've, you know, I got to work better, become a better speaker, whatever. And I'm like, the first video I did, I sounded like a robot. It was all like, hello, this is Tanya Hoffman. How are you today? You know, but now you just get to the next one and you get a little bit better. And the next one gets a little better. And no one remembers the first one. No one remembers your transition. They only see you today. Yeah, I, I was just actually, I, I have a crowdfunding um, uh, online course coming out, and I was going through the early this morning watching the video on it, you know, the my first introduction, where I am just talking to the camera, talking to the, the viewer, and, you know, I came away thinking, damn, that's good, you know, and it's less than four minutes, less than four minutes. So that's really what you want to, to to work with. All right, so Tanya, tell us a little bit about the Public Speakers Association. Well, I got frustrated when I started kind of going out and, and um, bringing in clients that wanted me to teach them, you know, really the speaking world. How are you going to make money at speaking and really utilize everything that's out there? But I wanted them to network. And so I started going to some of the other networking organizations for speakers. Mm-hmm. And I was just blown away that none of them really helped people find speaking opportunities and market them. And so I've you know, I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life. 
And so when I see something that has a big hole in it, I'm like, oh, I can fill that hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for me, it's all about really getting people out there and getting a lot of marketing and exposure, especially since I have such a huge list on social media and emails. I can utilize that to give them exposure for people to buy their book or new clients or just get recognition. Right. And and that's what's really important. I mean, I, I Tanya and I have had experience in speaking out to other speaking related groups. And um, a lot of times there, I would say, would you not say my experience is, let me just speak from my experience is that almost 80 percent are wannabes. They, they want to do it. All right. So one of the ways you <clears throat> cross over from the wannabe bridge is you start doing it, knowing that each time you do it, you will get better. Each time you make a presentation, you will get better. And then you have to know what your market is and and who are you going to speak to. And I've seen some of the worst presentations ever. I mean, I'm talking total bombs. What For Mm -hmm. most people, what they would view as a total bomb, turn into tens of thousands of dollars in sales. So even from the worst presentations I've ever seen, still created momentum for that person. And, and, and momentum is the magic word here. Momentum is a magic word um, in getting out there. And, and you're so right. So many of these places don't really show you how to do hands-on uh, marketing and what tools you need to move forward to put yourself together. Would you agree? Yeah, and it's also about getting well connected because we all know it's about who you know not what you know Mm -hmm. just like they know you to help them navigate this huge water of you know publishing so that they don't get taken advantage of and that it's easier because then you already know what to do for them and so this is the the point is you always surround yourself with experts and people that are just as amazing as you are so that you can really go out there and get things done quickly. Well, I think you hit a magic button there um, when you when you said you have to surround yourself by experts because that's the way you're going to learn. And you hang out and, and you learn how to mimic. It doesn't mean you copy them, but you recognize style. You recognize pacing. You recognize um, how they reach out and connect post. Uh, I mean, there's so much in that, at least I think so. Oh, yeah, and especially if you start looking at, you know, kind of the divisions of um, do you want to try to learn everything just yourself or is it a lot easier just to ask somebody, how did they do it? (laughs) So I've always tried to surround myself with people that, especially people that are making millions and even billions why wouldn't you want to hang around those people? They have a different mindset, and and they already know how to do things instead of trying to struggle through something with a group that doesn't. It. it just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to echo you. I agree with you. <clears throat> but I'm going to – here's a little caution I want to throw out to everyone, and we have about a minute before we take our first break here. But that if you're hanging around the experts – um, I sure don't want, and I'd love to have Tanya's feedback, that you become a taker and never a giver. I, I think it's really great to absorb their wisdom and that, but don't just suck it out and then split 
and never give back to in some form to that person or to the community they come from or something like that. Do you ever experience that, Tanya? Sure. I mean, that's the problem that I find for most people and why they really can't connect with um, people that are, you know, fast moving and, and they've already been there, done that, is because they aren't giving any value back. And you've got to, you know, really look. And people are like, well, I don't know, what could I do for, you know, somebody? And a lot of it is just about connections and, you know, like having this show, right? Having your own show on, you know, YouTube or a podcast, it's a massive play for you. All right, hold on to that. We're going to come back because she's going to answer the question, can anyone be a speaker? This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good with If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Uh, with me is Tanya Hoffman. She created a wonderful organization called the Public Speakers Association. And you can get information by just going on to 
the Google or whatever your search engine is and just put in public speakers association dot com and it'll take you to what she is and what she's about. As we as we exited that first segment, I told uh, you all that I would love her to just really answer the question, can anyone be a speaker? And then we can play off of that. But Tanya, can anyone? Absolutely. If I could be a speaker, anybody can be a speaker. <laughs> and I, we started off as an introvert, and it was so painful, you know, shaking, mm-hmm. sweating, you know, all of the things that you, you know, a lot of people have to go through. Um, but what I've learned over a very long time of helping a lot of people is that there's always someone for someone. There's always an audience for every personality type. So, yes, 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 please go out there and become a speaker. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, Tanya, do you get into how speakers should think about charging? You know, what should they charge? When should they start charging? Should they do freebies? Well, the reality is is that the speaking world in 2008 to 2010 completely changed. And if you look at especially the U.S., the model of paid speakers has diminished greatly. Now, there still is speaking opportunities that pay or speaking opportunities that will pay for maybe your flight or a, a hotel room. Expenses, but most, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but most of them nowadays is what most people call free speaking. I call it investment speaking because really speaking is part of your marketing budget. It is a part of your marketing arm of your business. And that's kind of the reality that events found is why should they – you know, spend money on speakers when really they were spending money to market somebody. And Mm -hmm. so if you're wanting to go out there, then you've got to really look at what is your game plan and what are you actually going to be offering your audience. And for me, for someone to – people pay me all the time, but it's not my favorite because I have to fly in and do my thing and then leave where if I'm in doing an investment speaking, you know, free speaking, I get to come in and I get to be a part of the audience. And then I get to take that audience on later with me and continue the conversation. Because to me, for 30 minutes, an hour, even two-hour presentation, you cannot change those people's lives forever. They have to go further with you, which is a sell. Mm-hmm. And and so it's the I love the idea of the investment. This this is investment speaking. I think that's a great strategy. And I know that um, I, I always had some free speaking that I did, and I had some strings attached to it. So this is where the investment speaking was: is that that I had to be really passionate about the group if I was going to donate my time and my energy and 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 basically waive my fee um, and or. I had to truly feel that there were individuals in that audience, a la the investment, who who would be interested in bringing me to their organization uh, right. to speak, right. which could be a paid, paid gig. But there was always, always uh, book sales with it. And I had the formulas down. This was our formulas, not a template formula. But we had the formulas down that we knew if I was speaking in the morning, how many books we would sell based on the size of the group. 
um, we knew in the afternoon and we knew in the evening. So we would know what kind of inventory to bring with us. And there were times, I mean, my record, Tanya, was in a five-hour period, I sold $16,000 in books um, at a, a, a speech in um, Salt Lake City. But there are also times that there was a group, like I loved, I mean, I, I think I shared with you, Las Vegas has always been one of my favorite places to speak because it's easy to get into. There are brilliant people to deal with technology glitches in a nanosecond there. And and that you can do those things um, and, and you could you could put it together. But there was one conference I did 13 years in a row and we never had less than six thousand dollars in book sales. Never less at that one gig. Right. So yeah, it's you the way have to go into it as a business. <laughs> Yes. And that's yeah. what most people, especially authors, <laughs> yeah. you know, they bring 10 books and they, what, how is that going to do, how, what is that going to do for you? <laughs> You've got to know your audience. And then they pick the wrong audience that doesn't yeah. resonate with the book or with your program or whatever it is. And, of course, you really got to look at everything. You wouldn't put an ad in a newspaper or a magazine that doesn't have your audience, your target audience. So why would you go speak someplace that doesn't have your target audience? Exactly. And, and you learn very quickly which is not the right audience for you. For example, I learned very quickly lawyers were not my audience. I had to spend yep. too much time proving myself um, <laughs> to, before they would, they would even listen to anything. And it, it just it, – they, I found them to be an energy suck. Um, yeah. from me at, from the platform. And I, I know other authors have, you know, have other groups that they don't work. I, I, I learned quickly that I didn't speak to teaching groups and teachers. You know why? Because they talked when you were talking. It was the damnedest thing. So it was, it, it, it was the wrong fit. So, yeah. all right. So number one, you're saying anyone can be a speaker. So, well, how good do you have to be, Tanya? Do you have to be perfecto? No, because you have to speak in order to perfect. You know, there's this, I've got to wait to be ready. Well, when does that happen? You have, you have to actually, it's like, you know, with anything, you can't learn to type unless you type. You can't, you know, learn to dance unless you dance. And yeah, that first dance lesson, man, it's going to be pretty bad. You're going to step on some toes. But you perfect it, and the only way is to actually get on the dance floor and do it. And so it's the same thing with speaking. You know, get out there and speak, you know, so that you can develop the skills to improve. Yeah, I, I, I so agree with you. You know, I've had a lot of discussions because I mean, it, all the work I do with authors that their fear, their fear, Tanya, so many times is besides maybe getting in front of people, which, as you know, is huge. But the the other fear is that they feel that they don't have the credentials, that somehow they need an academic degree to be able to do this. I'm not sure where that comes from. Do you have any thoughts? Well, it's just a lack of confidence. And, I, you know, I've asked rooms of, you know, you know, people who were excited about becoming a speaker, and this was their number one fear of is to be on stage and people not 
um, viewing them as a a real person they needed to you know listen to and but my re- you know the reality is is as soon as you stand up you are the expert you command that room that mm-hmm. you're the person that they need to be listening to. Mm-hmm. And that's the goals along my philosophy. You don't have to have an MBA or a PhD. You just have to be G-O-O-D. That's what yeah. you have to do. <clears throat> and go with that. All right. So that so I hope everyone who's listening in is assured that you're not going to be perfect from the first time. And even those who have been speaking a long time, let me tell you, they have bad days. They they stumble sometimes. They screw up. They have you know what I call a brain fart. They just forget. I mean, well, that's you why know? I created the. Um, I've got two rules in my organization. One of them is you have to be nice because uh, I just don't want to be around people who aren't. <laughs> and the Thank other you. one is right. The other one is that you cannot be perfect because that is one of the biggest reasons that people never accomplish anything in the speaking world is they're so stuck on the perfection issue. And the reality is, is that people don't want perfect. And the more perfect you are, the less books you'll sell, the less, you know, connections you'll make. Um, Because people nowadays want real people. They want authentic people that they can trust. And so let go of the perfection and just get out there and connect with people and smile and laugh and enjoy your life. And they will enjoy and you will naturally attract the right people. Tanya, if you could see me, I'm nodding my head. <laughs> because it's uh, there was uh, one of my author clients really had everything. Per- I mean, she looked perfect. She had all the perfection down. But, you know, what she forgot was the human element, which is where we do have those little stumbles and things. And she was so focused on being perfect, she never let the humor and the human spirit energy come out when she was presenting. And it wasn't until she did that that all of a sudden the book sales started increasing. Right. Exactly. And people think that one equates the other, that you... You can only, you know, sell a lot of books and people will only take you seriously if, you know, you have this perfection cloud around you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I've been there and I get it. Uh, But when I started realizing that when I would stumble, um, I have a speech impediment that comes out quite often. Mm -hmm. And I was so afraid of that it would come out on stage. But every time it did, because it did, it was one of the most magical moments, and I connected with the audience in ways that there was there's no way I would have been able to connect with anybody if that didn't happen. And so I started realizing that people loved me for me, and they wanted to hear what I had to say because they wanted to hear what I had to say, and it had nothing to do with the speech impediment or, you know, oh, I tripped getting on the stage or anything. You know, you just kind of laugh and let it go and move on. (laughs) Well, I have done, and we'll share some of those things when we come back with me, is Tanya Hoffman, and we're talking about speaking on your book. This. 
Smith is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need. To maximize your book's potential, color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self-publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106-DESIGN. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Tanya is Tanya Hoffman of the Public Speakers Association. 
um, is one of the, you know, really visionaries in public speaking and to just really encourage you that you got to get out there. You've got to do it. Um, and that's really, you know, it's how, how do we learn how to speak? Whatever language we're in, we just start doing it, right? And, <laughs> and that's what we have to do here. So one of the things that wasn't around, certainly when I started speaking in the 80s, um, actually late 70s, was this thing called social media. How has that affected uh, speaking, Tanya? And what kind of role do you see that continuing? Yeah, so, you know, it's so funny to me because a lot of times what people think of in the speaking world when they want to become a speaker, they're thinking of speaking, like you said, back in the 80s and what was needed back then versus what's needed now. Mm-hmm. And people still want to do, you know, a speaker sheet. Well, I've got a beautiful four-page speaker sheet that I have hardly ever given to anyone <laughs> because the reality is even websites, people who are looking for speakers want to see you speaking. And they want to see are people even interested in what you have to say. That's why social media has been such a huge, powerful um, opportunity for speakers is because they can, can develop a community that then showcases to the speaking opportunity, you know, the event planner, oh my gosh, look at all these people. And look, oh, they're talking about their subject on social media. Oh, look, they're talking about events that they're speaking at. It's a huge business card in ways that we've never had before. Mm -hmm. So the most important thing is for when people are wanting to, you know, kind of start diving into the speaking world, and even if, you know, just selling your books or anything, is to start building a true community on social media. Don't buy lists. Build the community. Connect with the people that are going to resonate with you and your message. And, and that's the, so those are the fans that you're after, and then you continue it. You know, one of the things that I did, Tanya, was I actually sat down with a couple of meeting planners who I trusted and I had worked with, and when I was doing a vamp, and I don't have my old just uh, uh, dedicated only speaking page, speaking website, which I did have at that time. Mm-hmm. And I had them go through it. And one of the things I thought was very smart that they told me, um, I mean, all the stuff that you're talking about as well. But in the opening paragraph where you're giving, you know, your shout out of what your expertise is and what you talk on. But the one, the, the thing that really said is she, they break that, get, get rid of that paragraph, open with one line and just do bullets. You speak on conflict yeah. resolution, you, you know, communication snafus. Make it easy so when I look at your website in five seconds, I know or not if I want to continue to look at your video. I know exactly if you, if you speak on the topic areas that I need, I'll continue. But don't make me work so hard. And I thought that was really wise advice. Yeah, everybody wants instantaneous. They don't want to have to figure anything out. So mm-hmm. don't make people figure things out. Give it to them right there. You know, if, if you're going to send them to a page, send them to the page that they need to see. Don't send them to the home page. You know, it's just like with any marketing. Make it easy for them to go, ooh, I'm buying that message. Exactly. 
and 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 so that's that's really what you're after. That's what you want. That's a that is the secret sauce. Yes, it's so, like with any marketing, even when you're speaking. You know, people often fill a presentation with information that isn't even relevant for why they're there. You know, people are are hungry for information. Make it easy for them to just immediate love you. You know, so give them what they're there for. Give them immediately a taste of your brilliance and how fabulous you are so that they can move on and continue with that conversation in their own head, you know, about how you're going to be able to help them long term. Mm-hmm. And so that's uh, and helping them long term is what we're after. The, speaking is a long term. You're talking about a career, everyone, all of you who are listening. This is a career that can last not six months or a year, decades, decades. Yeah. And and well, especially if you got them in social media, you know, they should and you should remind your audience, you know, even your book should remind people to go and follow you on social media. You want people to continue the conversation with you over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds, that's what I want. <laughs> you want them to yeah. keep, keep coming back, keep coming back. All right, so is yeah, there any... Hopefully you're not just doing one book, right? Hopefully you're going to be doing another, and you want those people to go and buy your second one. You need to continue that conversation. <laughs> Uh, yes, that that is absolutely true. What about the? Um, uh, is there any specific social media that might be more uh, inclined to be supportive of, of people who are speaking than others? Well, there's always the ones that you're going to need to be a part of. That they're going to expect you um, to be, you know, on those platforms. So Facebook, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, LinkedIn, absolutely. Uh, Twitter, usually. YouTube is a must. Uh, Instagram and some of the other ones, you know, depending on what kind of um, group that you're speaking to, may want that. So I just play on all of them, you know. And nowadays, it makes it's so easy to play on all of them with all the tools that are out mm-hmm. there. Just get in, you know, and that way when they like, oh, send me your, you know, Twitter handle, well, they can see that you're actually on Twitter or whatever the platform is. Um, you know, go where they want you to be. Mm-hmm. Which is the best, um, where they want you to be, bottom line. All right, so let's say that, um, that you, okay, you're committed, you want to do speaking, and what what are some of the tips that when you uh, have a gig, which is what we all call it, a gig, um, when you have a speaking gig, that when we show up, what should we be emulating, displaying, demonstrating? Well, first of all, and what's most important, and no one hardly ever talks about it, yeah. is your personality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what it's so interesting to me because I know I've done it. So everything I'm telling you is because I learned it because I was like, oh. <laughs> so I used to get up in front of people and I suddenly turned into the teacher, the oh, educator. Yeah. I'm going to impress you, you know. Well, when I realized that I was, 
actually turning into somebody that I wasn't in front of people. Literally, it's like a little switch that would go on. Oh, I'm now the presenter. <laughs> and once I, I remember exactly the day that it all changed. I was doing a webinar, and I was just kind of exhausted. You know, you kind of hit that moment. Uh, I don't want to switch that switch on. I'm just going to be myself today. And I just stopped caring about what people thought of me. And that was the day I got phone calls. I got new clients. I, it was like this explosion of activity because I became Tanya instead of a Tanya wannabe. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that their personality, if their personality changes on stage from when they're talking to you at your booth or at lunch or at a networking event, you should be the same person. And so stop trying to pretend to be you. Just be you. Mm-hmm. And, so and, and, <laughs> but, but sometimes it's hard when you're stuck in the perfection mode. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, the whole point is that you're a perfected you is not you. Mm-hmm. You know, and you are worth every minute of someone's time. You are the person they want. You are good enough. You are the best person for yourself. It is not this pretend person who you are. It's really you that they want. And it's such a hard concept. And I know it was really hard for me that I was good enough for people that somehow little Tanya was going to impress somebody else. It was such a hard concept to get across to myself. I'm so glad I made that transition. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, and I stumbled on the speaking when literally we're going back to the seventies and I was a stockbroker at the time and, and a group of women wanted someone to come out and speak on um, just investing in general and the other person, there was one other woman in my community who did finance and she, her husband wouldn't let her go out at night. So I went and I found out, I discovered when you're just you, you have a lot to say. You have a lot yeah. to share. And, and that's, that's what's exciting, I think. Oh, and it's so much fun, you know? Yeah. And you don't have to remember, you know, what hold, kind of personality you put on today. <laughs> yeah, hold the thought. We're going to take our final break. This is Judith Riles, and it's Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. 
You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from one to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So with me is Tanya Hoffman. She is the CEO, the founder, the president, the visionary of the Public Speakers Association.com. And so I'd encourage all of you to listen in on that because we're really having a good discussion on how do you make it as a speaker? How do you start? How do you have um, uh, time to do it? And really, when should you start? So I think this last segment, we ought to take a peek at when do you start thinking about speaking? Um, and I have a clear thought, but I think we'll get Tanya's input on that. She's She's the master here. <laughs> well, it's always interesting because everyone always because it's the perfection issue, right? They always want to wait till everything is ready. I'm not ready yet. My book isn't ready yet. You know, just fill in the blank, and that's the perfect time 
to start promoting and marketing is before the book comes out, before you feel that you've got everything together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way when it does come out, you've actually built an audience that's excited. I mean, when I sent, you know, my first book came out, I sold 100 copies before the print date, which then helped pay for marketing and other things. You know, so you can pre-sell and build that excitement right from the get-go and get other people already talking about it and helping you actually market it so that when it comes out, it's a huge success right away. And, and that's the way to do it, to pre-sell. I always pre-sold my books because I was speaking. I was out speaking. So when I had the next book coming, I was already pre-selling it. And I would, oh, yeah. I would, I would come in with three and 400 copies, which paid for the entire print run. You know, when when we were ready to go. So this is the way you, I think what Tanya's saying is, it it adds to it. This is the way you start building buzz about you um, and you're available to speak and and move it out. And here's the other thing you all need to understand. And Tanya, I don't know if you have any stats. We haven't talked about stats of speaking, but maybe we could kiss those before we leave. But I do know that if you're attempting to reach out to associations, um, groups that have calendars, that they often put their calendars together a year ahead. So if your book is due out in 2019, because after all, we're halfway through the year of 2018 right now, right? If your book is due out in the year 2019, now is when you are promoting your speaking, when your book is hot and ready to go. In fact, you can put deals together, saying as a pre-publication offer, you know, I'm willing to reduce my fee or, you know, some, this is what I used to do, Tanya. Right? I rarely spoke locally. I don't know if you ever had that experience. Like, there ain't no glory in the hometown. You had to go oh, out of it. I rarely spoke in, when I lived in California, I rarely spoke in California. When I moved from California, I spoke there a lot. I live in Colorado. I rarely speak in Colorado. You know, I'm back in California or West Virginia or fill in the blank. And that you could reach out to local groups and saying in celebrating my, you know, my new book. Um, that I am willing to waive my speaking fee for the first 10 people that respond, you know, and that's way you can start building your calendar. Yeah. You know, if you start looking, when we send out the speaking opportunities to associations, corporate industry conferences, Ted talks, I mean, just name it, you know, virtual summits, they usually are booking six months to 12 months ahead. And so everyone always wants to start marketing and getting those, you know, speaking spots once everything is kind of ready and you got your book all done and everything. Well, that means you're waiting another six months to a year to actually start selling it and, and promoting it and marketing it, you know, in front of actual people. <laughs> so that doesn't make any sense. Go ahead and get into people's calendars so that when, you know, the book is ready, you're just it's just an easy, you know, well, I've already got all this on the calendar. It's already ready to go. And, wow, look, I've actually got book sales. Or it's not stacking up in my garage anymore. Well, exactly. And and I know that um, my book that just came out, How to Create a Million Dollar Speech, that and, and, and I'm starting, really, I'm going to do a slow roll on this. And I, I don't need to do it all at once. 
but slow roll. But I've got I've got uh, uh, three speaking engagements next month on it, or this month, this this month on it, and I've got engagements in August. I've got engagements already booked all through October. When were those done? They were done six months to a year ago. I mean, I knew I was going to do the book, right? <laughs> so. Right. I don't know why it always seems like it's a surprise to people. I'm like, you know it was coming, right? <laughs> well, it's, I think it's, it, it's, all, it's important for all of you to understand that people uh, are not working around your calendar. You have to work around their calendar. And th- that's one of the things in marketing. We're going to go back to the very beginning. In marketing, um, how do you get and what Tanya put her association together for? Your marketing starts when your idea is emulating. Um, and that's when you start letting people know it's coming. It will be available. And here's another trick. If you have someone that says, gee, you know, here, here it is, July, um, and maybe your book is not going to be, re- you know, ready till January. Let's say you're really in the, the throes of it. You can let them know, give them a special. Uh, you know, be the first person on the clock for next year uh, by committing now. And you'd be surprised what you might get here. Exactly. And, you know, and you start looking at, too, you know, how can you help support that event as well? And so that's another reason they want, you know, six months to a year in advance because they need, you know, that momentum for their own event so that when you're there speaking, there's actually people there. So reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I can also, as I'm starting to promote my um, book, I can help promote the event that I'm going to be speaking at about my book. So use it as another opportunity to market not only yourself, but to give value to the people that you're speaking to as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's go back to social media that I often, for example, um, I'm speaking in uh, Dallas at the end of this month. And I started putting out in June that, uh, hey, if you're, if you're in Texas, meet me in Dallas. I'm going to be speaking here. Mm-hmm. I'm doing three presentations, one on crowdfunding, one on ninja book marketing, and one on how to speak. Meet me there. And, and, and I give them the link so they can register and sign up. I mean, I actually feel that's part of my obligation as a speaker to help support the event. Absolutely. You know, because it's all, and you got to look at it for yourself too. You have a better result when people know you're going to be someplace. You know, so help you know promote and market where you're actually going to be, which helps the entities. Which then also, if you've done a great job of helping them market and you know their event and have people sign up, don't you think they're going to tell other event people? It's all we all talk, we all tell each other who they need to bring in. <laughs> Oh, oh, Tanya, you have kissed on the secret sauce, uh, you know, and, and rarely do people realize that, that people like you, people like me who put on events and bring in other speakers, we talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, I've got a gentleman, um, well, quite a few people that when we find someone not to bring in, you oh, yes. really have become banned. <laughs> Absolutely. And and part of it, you know, here let me let me just tell Tanya was talking about attitude. That if you're high maintenance, 
that you go down on our don't bring you back list. I have to I have to say this. People who are high maintenance, who make and just make everything's difficult. I don't care how brilliant you are. If my staff says, oh, this person is awful, I pay attention. I pay attention. Oh, yeah. There's a huge list of divas and devos <laughs> that I personally will never bring back in, nor will all the people that um, I kind of we've kind of like have this chain network. Oh, here's somebody to make sure, and vice versa. If there's someone like, oh my gosh, this person blew my audience away, or oh my gosh, this person was so helpful for my event, that also you know resonates and goes through the, the network. Makes a huge difference, doesn't it? All right. Oh, yeah. So as, as we wrap up. Find out about Public Speakers Association, publicspeakersassociation.com. Tanya Hoffman is their CEO. She does do an annual event. Um, she holds it in. Do you always hold it in Las Vegas, Tanya? Um, I've had them in different areas, but for the last few years, they've been in Vegas just because it's so easy to get people in and out, and people usually yeah. like going there. <laughs> I get that. I get that. All right. Thank you so much for being on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. I loved it. Thank you so much. I can't wait to play with you some more. We look forward to it. All right, everyone, happy writing, happy publishing, and we'll see you at the Author You Extravaganza in Breckenridge. of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles each week